0: Hello, welcome to podcast number two. Uh, we've had good feedback so far and uh, I do have to be honest, uh, prior to recording this I did the most noxious uh, fart that actually penetrated through through fleece, through Danny's fleece. Through a sheep yeah, fleece. Fleece through, yeah, so um, it had mass, it had mass, it's chewy. Chewy. Chewing on the mass of your anus. Uh it is correct. But um yeah, I uh, this one's a good one. Tony is a wonderful, inspiring person and it was an honour to, to speak to him and he, he really helped me um yeah, I sort of list him prior to getting clean on a podcast when he was got clean and he gave me some uh, he gave me some hope that uh, it could be done. So here we are. And now I get to speak to the man himself. It, yeah, good. Not- i'm not the man no no you're not a man okay here we go podcast So I was just drinking so
1: much alcohol just to get normal, Yeah, yeah. let alone drunk. I hadn't been drunk for years, although I was drunk all the time. I wasn't in my head. I was seeing everything clearly, but on the outside I looked it and I was completely sober for years. I was fucking tired.
0: I'm sitting in the British History Museum with comedian Tony Law.
1: Yes, taking stock of life and looking at my kids and seeing where I've failed. And rather than taking steps to slowly get by it, I'm just like, fucking, you know, sad, sad, sad. Feel sorry for yourself. Then you know, it's age, you think, I'm 48. Can I make a living at this job? And all of it, you just, I think the problem is you think of all the negatives all at once. Yeah,
0: definitely. We're discussing the impact of addiction how it reverberates outwards and bruises to family units. And how was it
1: then? Were you feeling great? I was, or I
0: was like, I, I still had, I would always wake up like re- absolutely relieved I wasn't on drugs. I would, yeah. like, look, for the first time in like 10 years, I'd look forward to the day ahead. Really? Um, then I'd get to midday, and I'd start to sag, and then to midday type like 4 o'clock I'd just be out, like, I'm just as depressed, this is... Oh really? Yeah. And then suddenly 4 o'clock I'd start coming up again, and oh, you know, like, okay. organically. And yeah. move on to the precarious early stages of recovery. So like, if you can
1: look at it, breaking your day down and think, well just, all i are going to do is get through to 4 o'clock, yeah. things will look up.
0: I went to rehab back in January and managed to get 7 months of sobriety under my belt. But I wasn't sure if Tony had gone down the same route. Did you go to rehab? I forgot to ask. But did you? Yes, to in go in, in Stratford. It? Yeah, oh, yeah. In Stratford. Was it a priory or? Was it a... Uh, no, no. I, I I was meant to go
1: to the priory in two thousand thirteen. My wife. But that was when we had enough money to do it.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, but then I blew all of it. Like, yeah, yeah. On alcohol and drugs, just was, all, was, was everything. Ga-
0: was gambling ever one of your vices? No, and I, no. I never got the gambling one either. Never
1: got that. But it was my granddad.
0: My granddad, two weeks before he was comatose and died. He, uh, he gambled away six grand, he, he was like, really? why he was dying, like really, literally like basically wow. dragging the drip. To the, to the, you know? Yeah, I guess, so, I,
1: the, yeah, for the first time, it's only been the last few years where I've just thought, oh, I really don't want this yeah. in the future. Yeah, no, I've don't, wasted yeah. so much time. And then the regret is like drug seeking behavior, because it yeah.
0: pulls you in thinking, oh, yeah. I think every addict has this road to Damascus moment some kind of interior or exterior intervention that leads to terminating your habit. Mine was a tightening of Care Quality Commission regulations on online pharmacies, plus the fact I was living in Long John's, the underwear, not a long man named John. Like, I get, like, sublimated addiction, so I realised, like... How did
1: you do it? You, um, the, uh, um, NHS...
0: No, no, I I did do the Priory. The only reason I could do it was... It's a weird bit of sort of, uh... The phrase I was reaching for was cyclic determinism. I'm living proof that drugs can balls up your memory. I said my granddad had a a gambling addiction. So my nan, her entire life, when he died, she squirreled away all her money, right? She had a huge nest egg. And when she died, I got a bit of inheritance, and I used some of that inheritance to go to to the priory in Chelmsford
1: because mine was very much geared towards alcohol yeah, and it was all about alcohol they, they were almost dismissive of anything else oh yeah. and coke but i because i was in the one where you just sort of have to check yourself in and then the, the government has to decide whether you're a hard case as with some you know hard ass yeah. people like prostitutes and all these you know and and people with proper Crack, heroin, yeah, meth, the methamphetamine. What you, the sort of yeah, the stereotypical addict. I'm just, I'm just yeah, yeah. booze and coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I thought to myself, no, hang on, my booze is looking world class. Yeah.
0: Another thing that's typical of addicts, an unusual pride in the level of consumption, I'm always reiterating my peak usage, 45 hydrocodone in one go.
1: Didn't suit me meetings, but... I'm not worried about ever drinking again that's the thing yeah because that, that, that's the issue they keep getting hung up on That's why the therapy that I was being offered every time I keep trying to get back in it was always about that now, but now I've, I've been referred to finally to psychiatrists not rather the CBT 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 uh, if you're in there yeah, you, you know so for sometimes the CBT you just come it no, doesn't apply to me doesn't yeah, apply yeah, to me. I feel fine, Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally, I get a psychiatrist. That might help.
0: I wanted the probably I wanted the psychiatrist. So I had the CBT, but then my my therapist kept talking about how fit the mums were that went to the primary school went next door, <laughs> and I was just like, "You ain't sorted that. Your problems are <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I trust you as my captain. In hindsight, this was a little harsh. He really helped to push me over the hump of early recovery. But a swollen sexual appetite can be as detrimental to your recovery as 45 DDs. Dee Did you hear that, sucker? 45 in one go. Yeah. And then, so then, yeah, I, I didn't find that very beneficial. Then I wanted the psychiatrist, but I don't know if that was just like feeding a kind of inherent narcissism. Like it's all about me. Like let's, oh, yeah. let's learn all well, about I me. I think though. I think
1: it. I think it's the the last stand. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: If you can't fix. You know, if you if you're kind of ticking everything off, you might as well go deep on yourself, Yeah, yeah. and then just try and leave it behind when you're out and about. Yeah, this is a, that's just having dabbled in all the other stuff and not.
0: What do you think it is for you? Like what?
1: what, what low self-esteem. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the all that. me, I, I mean, uh, you know,
1: probably we're all a bit autistic, so some of, some more than others. So some people probably get a bit freaked out by some things, yeah. and then that can make you depressed. I think. I think drinking for so long just lo- destroys your self-esteem. But also, a, a father who meant well, but like I had the idea that I was just super lazy. And like and So the idea of getting something done, unless I'm feeling 110%, it doesn't... Because
0: i just shall fail at it. A father's expectations, a big anvil on your self-esteem, and their reluctance to acknowledge the primacy of your emotional life. Feel depressed, have a glass of water and a run around the garden. A typical dad remedy are you still married yeah yeah, yeah i'm lucky as hell on that front so, uh, she's just remarkable because she's had a pretty, uh, quite oh, a yes. top
1: episodes in her life yeah. but, but 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 a really soft kind heart but feisty as hell actually
0: you won't remember me as very briefly i met you at uh it was like the chortle conference or something at soho theater like oh yeah yeah. And like, hammered, yeah yeah i was hammered yeah yeah that's what i mean like you came in at like 10 in the morning I could see you were battered and I kind of like, like I knew I could identify like I yeah. know I know you're a, a pizza like me. You know? yeah, yeah. Addicts can usually sniff out their kin. Also as a little side note, I asked Tony for a photo together at this event and he kindly obliged. In the photo he looked disheveled but dapper. I had an incredibly tight top knot and look like a cherry bakewell. Uh,
1: that's why people get such a wrong idea. There's nobody out there to help you in, in comedy.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: because they are, they are so dismissive of it like that. That's why you could just... Oh, and the same people that turn on you when things get really ropey are often the same ones who who uh, were happy to... You know, when you're doing good, yeah, yeah. and you're making money for some people, some people. I mean, the alternative community is different. Because they... But I had, Um, it was mainly what for me was uh, just people who were like managers at the time and stuff and just working you working you working you
0: I find yes I've I've found a lot of uh, I've been doing comedy about two and a bit years and I always like I always felt that there's there's like a club comic mentality where they're like a bit more gladiatorial I never felt I felt really uneasy with them but when I found people like Ben Targeau they're it's yeah, same such a nice energy to them. They're, they're I had that first,
1: maybe the first 10 or so years yeah, yeah, yeah. was like yeah. that. And I had to do junglers and all those places to pull the bills and I was just terrible at it. And my yeah, heart was just, that's when the drink really... Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, like you say, meeting all, all the alternative kind of community and that, none of them really drink hardly. No, they're not. So they're not that's kind of neat. Yeah. And so I've never really been... Also, when you... When you've been around people at your worst, it's not—it's not necessarily all the people that you've been around's fault, obviously. But you still—it still feels nicer to be around people who've only ever seen you uh, be normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not even at your best, just not hammered.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or
1: not bo- uh, bollocked or whatever. I, I and got... then and then and then
0: see—it's like a fresh start. Just yeah. so happens a lot of them are a lot younger than me.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but even at forty-eight. Tony has a ripe, youthful soul. It just all comes swooping
1: in. So year one, it's all about getting over the withdrawals and the shakes and the paranoia and all the crazy stuff, chemicals. And then slowly, you're just so excited that that's started to stop, that you kind of get a, I kind of got a year of getting better and better and better and thinking the world's my oyster and then it's only been sort of you know, had, you know that culminated in a really good edimer show that's just gone back by and then but since then it's start i've i've um you know financial worries is like a kickstart of things, isn't it and then then you, you suddenly you haven't really been paying attention but you think, oh wow i'm yeah, i'm older than i remember you know because the last time you really took stock of those things you were you know, 10 years younger. Uh, yeah, And, so and, 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 and it, like, cause I remember worrying about my age when I was in my thirties. And then, yeah, and so then you, I forgot all about yeah. it. And I used to tell everyone, yeah, I couldn't give a shit, man, I just live by that, <laughs> You know, or not exactly like that, but similar. And then we'd give off this positive, cool, fun, loving image,
0: yeah.
1: you know, and then that of course crashes. Yeah. But um, yeah, so now everything is just, oh God, I've got so many responsibilities. Oh no, I'm not good. I'm, I, I, I'm not worthy of it. All that shit. It seems
0: whiny. But... No, no, it's not whiny at all. No, like... I'm two years away from 30 and I'm already worrying about my legacy. I quit karate after three months when I was 11 years old. What am I fucking doing? Mm. No, I think we, we've all got our stuff to contend with. And uh, I think there's just a difference between yeah, those who... Who feel the need, yeah, feel the need to kind of anesthetize yourself and you know medicate? Yeah, there's um, so many of us. Yeah. And then
1: if you're lucky enough, there's probably I, I admire yeah. the people who know that that could have been a thing for them, and then, but they've had the wherewithal to avoid it. Or yeah. Yeah. that's like, awesome. What? And, I, and, I, and I, I, I suppose I should, I should get. I, I guess also I took the foot off the gas uh, of fixing stuff. Like thinking, yeah, I'm all right, Jack. That yeah. was easy. All I had to do was quit. <laughs> you when you when you've doing well enough to have got like the odd little tv thing then you feel pretty um you know that the it's going to be easy to sell the shows and so you're not worried about money and so you rock into town and and if one of the venues has only sold 30 percent of the tickets doesn't bother you because you know the next one's going to be and because these are the only things i do now to make a living uh when you suddenly don't do tv at all it's really hard to promote them, and then you don't know do I spend money on PR or uh, how do I, uh, you know, so, so, so you, you worry about the money. And the, I guess the one thing I've been doing better now is I arrive at the gig and I'm grateful for the people who've come, who've still come, even though they wouldn't have been reminded of me other than by accident or having to seek it out. I wonder if Tony's back or something. So then I have really good shows that way, but I'm just not not a really good rest of life yeah. and that's that's I need to get under control how to how, how to work not allow uh, financial worry to just creep in on everything yeah. do you think because if I if I tried to get back on the set circuit of clubs I don't think that would go very well I think yeah, it would be destroy bad your me
0: yeah yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's well.
1: mental I can't handle it yeah. I mean I love um, all you know all the ones that we do like yeah. hipster gigs or I'm just terrible name for it, but you know with I mean, that, the younger generation gigs of people doing it for themselves and opening it. I, I love those, but thank God those people like what I do because then that, that buys me writing time, gives me a purpose to come up with new stuff and then um, build up towards the, the Edinburgh cycle. So
0: yeah, so my only worry is, is losing those loyal people just to make the living. Not really good at rest of life. I love that turn of phrase. You know when
1: you're confident, you do, you, for me, I, I, I enter the character goes up a notch and, and that's when he's, when I'm at my best is when it's like um, uh, uh, cheeky, so sort not cocky quite yet, but just cheeky and naughty and when I can reach naughty then all the material takes on a, another life, it becomes like 20 times what it was, so the, on this tour I was doing material uh, Like one of the bits I borrowed from that tour because I was just, I refused to let it die. I thought there's something in it and I expanded it into my last show. And I'm really glad I did because it proved to me that when you're feeling on top of it, you can take whatever it is and make it, you know, it was brilliant. But but if I I only relied on that first, you know, it's like it needed to be cheeky and naughty and and go with it. And then people go, all right, Tony believes in it, let's go with him.
0: Do you, do you feel, that, do you think that the, uh, the, do you think you can still access that part of yourself easily without the, the, the drink or the drugs? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's yeah. good, that's good.
1: Definitely, but when it gets hard is when you're not busy enough mm. and you allow the worry to overcome. But, you know, say, say for in the spring, I'll have some, I've only got about <clears throat> 20 of them, maybe a couple more, but when those dates start getting closer i'll my mood will start picking up because oh, i'll cool. know i'll yeah. be able to because at the moment i gain all of my self-esteem on the gigs yeah and so, so do you think
0: your baby like where you said this that, the thing of the old, like of the work life balance do you feel like you're channeling you're putting too much emphasis on the uh on the work at the moment and so it's the life yeah that's yeah that to, so for me like i'm only you know i'm at the bottom rung of this industry and people, a lot of you know, people like yourself who are really well established, say, "Oh no, that's the most fun. it's the most fun you ever had." Yeah. But now I'm getting like hungry. I'm not. Uh, I'm I not... find it harder
1: when you. I oh, know. There's so many different hard phases. I think any any phase that feels hard is when I'm not happy within myself.
0: Yeah. So I'm at the moment. I'm just trying to get uh, any kind of profile and like yeah it's like this this sounds really horrible i'm still
1: working on that kind of
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah i'm still waiting to be discovered
0: yeah what would be <laughs> what, so what would be uh, with your ambition what would be like the culmination of of all this hard work what would be like that's it like i've reached the zenith of where i'm um
1: like, Actually, I've never really thought in those terms. All I've ever thought of is my, is my favorite thing to do is my own shows. And the more people that are at them, the better they are. If it's a 120 seat room, if there's 120 in, it'll be great, whatever the material is. <laughs> and so my, the only way I've thought of it is, if I could just get on a few TV shows here and there, yeah. consistently every year, yeah. just a guest on QI once, or, or, you know, whatever the show of the moment is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just one of those. Not not one of the... Not, not I mean, the I wouldn't be picky like now, that, yeah. but I, yeah, not, not like... Um, not like... What's the one? Mock the week? I'd even do that. Yeah. And I think I could come across good enough to uh, to remind people. Oh, yeah. Forgot about him. Let's yeah, go yeah, yeah. see him.
0: It's <laughs> not filler, again. Yeah, it. so I'm not greedy
1: in that yeah. way at all. I don't want to be a star or uh, any of that shit. I just want to make sure that when I do... I want to go from. So that it's financially
0: sustainable. Yeah, so, so wherever year I'm year.
1: selling, you know, if I'm lucky enough to have a place where I'm doing 250, then get that up to 350. And then if I'm, and if that, if I'm in a town where I'm only getting 80, then up to 150. So that but, kind of thing. That's, what it, that's my goal, is to get that moving. I'm trying to make my project myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think the uh, project will have to be come up with a new show. Because once you get going on that, that usually feels pretty awesome. Like, just if you go get five minutes that works, that's brand new. That's often the uh, spark you need, isn't it? Yeah,
0: definitely. So I went through a real fallow period with um, prior going into rehab. Like, when the first sort of year and a half, I was sticking rigidly just to like the same, I basically had 10 minutes of material, it was the same two, five minutes, maybe three. Just stuck rigidly to that. Felt like I had to recite it verbatim. I just fucking hated it. I never sort of, you know, it just it as it has written kind yeah. of thing. And I got so sick of it. And then like my mate said to me, Oh I don't feel like you're reaching your full potential just as as an experiment. Kind of come up with a really loose idea that day. Yeah. And you just go up on stage, do it that night. Yeah. And since that's been like that road to Damascus moment, like I love comedy like and I'm just doing that I have a couple of loose little yeah yeah that's what
1: I do yeah and now it's try and have a yeah a few of those and then just go and see what see what falls into your uh, front of your mind like yeah. the thing you'll remember uh, whatever you remember will be the bit that's worth going forward with often yeah so it's just so, so all that work of just jotting down and Writing, writing, writing. Don't ever, oh me! I don't know if I still do that because I haven't. But I used to have a thing where I was like, I never take it with me. Yeah,
0: that's just I just arrived with this do.
1: other notebook yeah. that was kind of fresh, and then I would just jot down what I can remember yeah. and then have a go. See, yes,
0: yeah, so I've, I've got this. Um, I've got this. Yeah, I've got this one that I've just finished where I'll kind of write ideas or maybe a line here or there, and this, you know, that's a bit more thorough. And then when I actually go to the gig, I'll sort of look at that before I've got set off. And then when I go to the gig, I've got another little orange one that I just, yeah, yeah. I, You know what I love really. is when you
1: get, when you've done a, a new show long enough or, or enough times, or new material, whatever, and and uh, let's say it's up to about 40 minutes long, and you, you, you know that by the time I get up to Edinburgh for an hour, say if you got that 40 minutes ready by... And this only has happened about four times in my life. Last year was one of them, actually. The time before was 2012, where it was like May, and I'd already had 40, and I thought, this is gonna be easy. Because by Edinburgh, it's gonna be bursting over an hour, and you're gonna have to shave it down. That's only happened 2010, 11, and 12. That that right around when I was first trying to be quite sober when the children were new and i built up a ton of material that i kind of coasted on 13 14 15 and then i then got sober 15 struggle 16 and then so this last one 17 was the first time i would had something ready by may and uh yeah so i just, uh, just trying to make myself feel positive no no um so what was I saying? Yeah. So the short-term memory. Yeah, that's right. That's gone, eh? <laughs> but when when uh, you you catch where you are and you're in the British Museum, that's good. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, that's save, I'll save. I'll save. I'll save
0: a place for you at the care home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are yeah. Ready to move I in. I might here. be in there a bit sooner than most. After Tony left, I went to one of the main exhibitions. It was called Pharmacopia. A tapestry of different painkillers woven into fabric and displayed under glass. I tried to work out whether I'd be able to smash the glass and escape with the tapestry without getting caught. No grunts today. That was immature.